0: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
1: Thank you for joining us today on this Wednesday, February the 10th for our Winning Side broadcast. And uh, we want to know you're listening. Now, I know I say this almost every day, but today I'd like to ask you to do something a little bit different Of course, Facebook, if you'll uh, comment, let us know you're watching. Uh, Like the video, share the video. That's wonderful. But if you're listening on the radio today, and maybe it's a, a somewhat regular occurrence for you, you listen you know, a couple days a week or one time a week, whatever, but you listen somewhat regularly, would you uh, take time today to call us or text us and just let us know? We'd love to hear from you, and we uh, thank our radio listeners on 95.9 FM. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you ever miss it on the radio, we've got the replay at 6 o'clock every evening, Monday through Friday, and I hope that'll be a blessing. Happy birthday today. We've got two. We've got Tammy Overton and Tyler Williams. I hope you folks have a wonderful, wonderful birthday today, and then I want to thank you for uh, the abundance of of texts and messages and emails that have already come in for I Love My Church Sunday. Again, we like to get all those by Friday, but uh, tell us why you love your church. Tell us what you love about your church, and uh, you say, well, I don't love anything about it. Well, I don't know. You could come up with something, and I hope there's a lot of things, uh, but I know this. I love my church, and it's not just because I, I'm the pastor and I have to say it, but I love Uh, Victory Baptist Church. God has been so good to us, and let us know uh, for Sunday, and uh, I'll keep on praying. The weather forecast now, they've said Sunday's looking good, and who knows what's going to happen, but I'm praying for a good day Sunday. Beautiful weather and a wonderful time for our drive-in at nine o'clock Sunday morning, Sunday school 1015. By the way, I just got the Uh, numbers from Miss Kelly this morning uh, for the attendance and we broke our previous record so we're doing good but tune in online Sunday school 1015 and then Sunday school classes of course meeting in the building and then our regular morning and evening service be a great great time. I want you to hear a song. Uh, This is one of my favorites. I know I say that about every song it seems like but this song has such a powerful message Whatever you're going through in life, whatever you face in life, I want to tell you that God will be faithful. That's who He is. That is one of His characteristics. That is so true that God is faithful. You listen as this group sings the song, He's Been Faithful.
2: In my moments of fear all gone when my heart had no song Days I spent so selfishly
1: I hope that those words, I hope those spoke to your heart about how good and how faithful God is. And, you know, when you do look back on some of the valleys or you look back on some of the trials, the burdens that you've been through, uh, I hope every time I hope you can trace back to those times and say God was there. And uh, I'm thankful, although there's, there are times that we are not faithful to God, but He is always faithful to us. Uh, one song says it like this. And although there have been times that I've been out of his will, I've never been out of his care. I'm so thankful for God's faithfulness to me. And uh, I'm telling you, we're about ready to have a shout and fit in here just thinking about how good and how faithful God has been. Take your Bibles, if you would, and let's go to Daniel chapter one. And I told you yesterday that I believe today's verse is the key verse in the life of Daniel. You say, well, how is this so important? Because at this time, Daniel was still a young man. He hadn't faced the lion's den. Um, he hadn't uh, uh, faced a lot of the, the the pressures and a lot of the responsibilities of life. And that's true. But can I tell you, youth is so important. Because your youth, in many cases, sets the direction for the rest of your life. That's why here at Victory Baptist Church, I don't know that we can stress enough how important it is for Sunday school, for the children, the youth group, for our teenagers, uh, the bus ministry, uh, the Christian school ministry, because youth is so important. Uh, Our young people are so moldable. They're so impressionable. And we want them to be molded by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. And so Daniel, as a young man, he made a very important decision. Notice Daniel chapter 1, verse number 8. The Bible says, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. You see, these uh, Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Daniel, and the other captives that were there, they were given a choice. But Daniel and his three friends, they chose to honor God. I'll give you a couple thoughts here. They were offered the easy life. It would have been so much easier for them just to go along with the program. They were offered the easy life, but they chose the difficult. This was not easy, going against the grain. This was not easy, swimming upstream. But they said, we are going to not take the easy route. We're taking the hard route. Number two, they were offered promotion. If they would have just fallen in line with the king's program, they would have been promoted as princes and rulers and and governors and supervisors there in Babylon. They were offered promotion. But instead of promotion, they said, we are going to choose devotion. We're going to, be, we're going to choose to be devoted to God and faithful to God. And we don't care what the world has to offer. It might be good and it might sound great and it might be glamorous, but we are choosing to be devoted to God. And then I see this. They were offered the favor of the king, the favor of Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, don't you know when you do what the world wants you to do, they'll pat you on the back and they'll tell you what you want to hear. Nebuchadnezzar the same. They were offered the favor of the king, but they chose the favor of the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and what a great choice they made. Not easy, but it was worth it to make that choice. The Bible says in Daniel 1.8 that he purposed in his heart. That word purposed, it means that he established it. He determined it. He set some things in place in his life, and he said, I am not doing this. I'm not going to defile myself. I want to please God. Did you know it's so important that we purpose in our hearts some things that we're going to do, some things that we're not going to do based upon the Bible, that we determine those things before the hard times come? You see, when you get in a trial or you get in a a deep, dark valley, there are times you don't know which way to turn. You don't know which way's up. And that's why you have to have already determined, I am going to do what's right uh, no matter what happens, no matter what the situation, my feet are firmly planted on the Word of God. I think about this example when I was in, I especially remember this in um, elementary and and some in junior high. I know we did it in high school, but I remember the early years. We uh, played basketball at our Christian school, and I remember our coach he would put us in different game situations in practice. He'd try to put put us in those situations because when the game time comes, it's hard to call a timeout and it's kinda hard to draw up something and teach something in the midst of the battle. So in practice, we'd walk through. We'd say, for instance, the, the, the other team, they're putting on a full-court press. They're trying to trap us. They're trying to create turnovers. They're trying to take the ball away from us right away, and they're putting a lot of pressure on us. So here is what we're going to do. Here's where this guy's going to come from half court. He's going to come up here to the middle. This guy's going to go from the end line. He's going to break uh, towards the basket, maybe look for an easy layup. And the coach would put us in those situations ahead of time so that when the, the battle came, we were ready. I think as Christians, I think we ought to make some decisions right now before the battle comes so that we are ready when Satan starts throwing the darts and when Satan starts to attack. I think you ought to decide before the battle that you're going to keep on praying. You can't quit praying when the hard times come. Uh, Somebody said it like this. They said you should pray hardest when it is hardest to pray. You know why? Because that's when you need it the most. Uh, You ought to determine, I'm going to claim God's promises now These are God's promises. This is true. And so, even when I don't understand it, even when I don't have it all figured out down the road, I'm still going to cling to the promises of God. You ought to make the decision I'm going to trust God. No matter what happens in my life, I'm going to trust Him in all my ways. I'm going to acknowledge Him and He will direct my path. You ought to determine to serve God. Say, what happens when life gets busy? Well, If it's not busy for you now, hang on. It will get busy. And when you think you're busy, hang on tight because it'll get busier. But you just make it a point. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve in that Sunday school class. I'm going to sing in that choir. I'm going to work on that bus ride. I'm going to serve God, and I've determined that this is where I'm at. I've purposed in my heart. You ought to determine that you're going to stand for right. This word here, Daniel said, I'm not going to defile myself. He said, I'm not going to pollute myself. I'm not going to desecrate myself. I'm not going to be stained by the things of the world. We'll talk tomorrow about what exactly it was that Daniel was concerned about. And by the way, Nebuchadnezzar was not asking him uh, to go out and uh, rob a bank. He wasn't asking him to go out and uh, worship an idol or anything like that. But it's interesting how that Daniel had such a conviction that he said these things, and we'll look at them tomorrow, but these things, I'm still not going to do them. Can I close with a few thoughts? Daniel determined some things in his life, but what about you? Uh, What have you determined about your marriage? Uh, What have you determined about your family, raising your children? What have you determined about your life and your testimony? You need to determine now what you will do and what you will not do. Um, I'd make a list. I'd establish some, some daily things. Every day, these are things I want to do for the glory of God. I'd also make a list and say, hey, here are some things that I don't want to do. Here are some things I'm not going to do because I feel it would not glorify God, but it would displease God. I like what Paul said. I'll give you a couple quotes from the Apostle Paul. He said in 1 Corinthians 2, he said, I determined, he said, I I purposed not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Paul said, I've determined that my focus is all about Jesus. Paul said this, this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was determined. Do you think there were times he wanted to quit? Oh yeah. You think there were times when he was discouraged? Absolutely. But he'd already made his choice. He'd already made his determination for how he was going to live for God. Paul said this, I die daily. Every day, you've got to crucify the flesh. If you don't, your feelings will get hurt. You'll get offended. You'll get mad. You'll get upset. You'll get mad at the church. You'll get mad at the church members. You'll get mad at the pastor. You'll be upset with your family. You'll be upset with your boss. If you don't determine that I'm going to have to die to myself every single day, if you don't, I promise you, uh, that old flesh will get the victory in your life. Paul said it like this in Philippians 1. He said, for to me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. Paul made some determinations. And is it any wonder that at the end of his life, Paul could look back and say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I've kept the faith. That was not by accident. That was because Paul made some determinations. That's why Daniel, when we get to Daniel 6, at the end of Daniel's life, when he is in his 80s, perhaps 90 years old, and he is thrown into a lion's den that's why for Daniel, it wasn't even an option. He said, I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on serving God. It doesn't matter because I've already made the choice in my heart. I'll tell you this, if we're going to live on the winning side, if we're going to have victory, it's going to come like it did for Daniel, where we purpose in our heart that we're going to please God. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you back tomorrow uh, for another episode of The The Winning Side.